Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach, Christopher McCollum. Thank you, Dick Warren, and uh, welcome, everybody. Happy June. It's June of 2016, where I am. Wherever you are, I hope you're doing well and uh, loving your life. Let's see, a couple of shouts out. We want to point to the International Coach Federation. We are delighted to be in our third year of the media partnership, to being a media partner, an official media partner. I guess you have a little more respect for me now, of the International Coach Federation. As you know, the International Coach Federation is the predominant, the preeminent, the one coaching organization that serves as a nonprofit standalone entity for our entire industry. It is a storehouse of rich information, everything from coaching research to uh, opportunities to get together with coaches, for continuing education for coaches, and of course, the credential that you want is one of the three, ACC, PCC, or MCC, from the International Coach Federation. All of those things I said, plus many more, are available at coachfederation.org. You should also look for a chapter near you. As you may recall, this month we had, this past month we had uh, the person in charge of chapter development who lets us know that, man, the most important thing you can do for your business, for your mind, for your um, work is to develop community of other coaches. Check it out online, coachfederation.org. As I said, we are honored to be associated with such a prestigious and useful institution. Uh, speaking of institutions, we want to shout out to our longtime sponsor of this program, Accomplishment Coaching. Hey, if you're looking for coach training, and especially if, like me, you want the finest coach training, you want the Harvard, the Stanford, the Oxford of coach training, check out Accomplishment Coaching. In addition to the world's finest coach training program, TM, they also allow you to come in and observe the coach training in process. Only company that I've ever heard of that does that. It's extraordinary. Do it. Um there's a city near you. Check it out in Seattle, Washington, Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, New York City, San Diego, or Chicago, Illinois, right part right in the middle there. Check it out, accomplishmentcoaching.com, and we thank them for their longtime support. All right. Um, feels like I should talk to you. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a show about conversation among masters with the people who put on that uh that extraordinary conference. We're also, I'm so excited about this. I'm going to join you from Phoenix, Arizona on June 15th, where we're spending an entire hour with Marianne Williamson. So check those, those upcoming shows. And let's talk about today's show because today's show is, I, I, I'm very excited. Um, don't you love smart people? Don't you love smart people who have done things in the world and who have something to say? Well, our first guest is such a person. Uh, I first became aware of Paul Rayburn through a title of his book that sort of stopped me in my tracks called Do Fathers Matter? But it turns out that in addition to being sort of an authority or having something to say about parenting, he's a brilliant guy. He's been the science editor and a science writer, uh, sorry, a senior writer at Business Week and the science editor and chief science correspondent of the Associated Press, so a journalist and a scientist. He's uh, won an award 
for interpreting chemistry for the public, which is my old job. He uh, has other books that are extraordinary, including Mars, published by the National Geographic Society, and The Last Harvest from Simon & Schuster. Uh, He writes for everyone from the New York Times Sunday Magazine to Child Self, Popular Science, and more. We're delighted to welcome to our microphones Paul Rayburn. Hello, sir. And I can you all that. Uh... <laughs> yes, I, we could go on. That was only a bare, <laughs> a, a bare uh, smattering of your accomplishments. Hey, look around outside. Where do you find yourself today? I'm I'm in my office where I actually can't see outside, oh, nice. but it's comfortable, and I got some work done. I finished a piece this morning, so I'm off and rolling. It sounds like a dungeon. What city do you find yourself in? Is really what <laughs> I'm, I'm after. I'm in New York City, which is uh, which is a place that I dearly love, and I do I do get out of my dungeon uh, regularly during the day. <laughs> home of <laughs> not many, quite as bad as it sounds. Home of many of the best dungeons, New York City. Yeah, All right, yes, sir. exactly. <laughs> well, well, in, in I I kind of want to introduce people the way that I was introduced. Will you talk about Two Fathers Matter and what what your message was there? What had you write that? Yeah, so, uh, <clears throat> I mean, I think people can guess that the answer is yes, of course, that I argue that fathers do matter very much, but I didn't want to write a book that said, you know, gee, my dad meant a lot to me, even though he did, uh, you know, or, you know, I see myself as a father and I've learned all these things. What I wanted to do was say, okay, let's step out of all these things we, we think we know about fathers, of our experiences with our own families, both as children and as fathers, and let's see what we really know about what what fathers contribute to their kids. So I wanted to look for the science. <clears throat> Excuse me. And at the time I started, I couldn't find much science. This would be in the early 2000s, I guess. Uh, and I, I was puzzled by that because what could possibly be more important than, you know, the effect of parents on their children, both fathers and mothers? There are, you know, volumes of research on mothers from... Uh, from pregnancy, and, uh, bonding after birth, and on and on and on, uh, and much, much less on fathers. So I did eventually uncover a great uh, vein of research, you might say, and tried to mine that for my book. And it turns out we know a lot about fathers, and some of it is surprising. Great. Tell, tell me some of the things that were most surprising to you. Well, a whole series of things. Um, there's, a, there's a stereotype of fathers being strict disciplinarians to particularly with their sons mm-hmm. to build those help build those sons into men who can function in in sort of the traditional male roles that we think about now this was so clear to everybody and seemed so true that nobody ever questioned it and the, the story goes back a, a ways but i think it's a great story during world war ii many young american men were failing their physicals And nobody could quite explain why. And all the experts, all the smart people said, well, it's because their fathers didn't teach them discipline and didn't raise them to be Mm -hmm. men. Mm -hmm. You know, we've heard these kinds of things. Well, it turns out that if fathers are stern and distant with their children, here's what shouldn't be much of a surprise. The children, the sons, are not really interested in emulating those fathers. They're more likely to push back. If, on the other hand, fathers are warm engaging and have a strong relationship with their sons, those sons are much more likely to emulate their fathers and develop the kinds of characteristics that they need to succeed as men in the workplace and in the world and uh, in war and all the things that they're called on to do. So the truth turned out to be absolutely the opposite. 
from what all the smart people knew must be true. I I love this topic, and I know that you are a are a, a father of two sons yourself. And I, I, assume... I actually have I have I have two young sons, and I have three grown children. So oh my goodness! It's even it's even worse than you knew. <laughs> <laughs> I'd heard rumors, but I wasn't sure. Yes, <laughs> um, you're. Uh, but and I assume that you are the son of a father as well. What do you notice? Does does this research that you've mined bear out your own experience? Does it resonate for you? Well, I th- I think it does. My my dad, uh, who's who's ninety four now and still going strong, um, wow. is was worked a lot when I was a kid. He worked a day job. He worked nights as a musician, and he was away a lot. But the interesting thing was in the in the when I was oh say eight or ten in elementary school, my mother got a job a typing job working at night. So for two or three nights a week, my younger sister and I were home with my father and he made dinner and cleaned up and gave us our baths and did all those things so my parents were not trying to be trend makers or start a social revolution but they were just by chance in the forefront of the changes that would happen over the next decade or two where many more women went to work and uh, fathers and mothers shared chores in different ways around the home so you know I had a lot of time with my father just you know my sister my father and I that I think most people in my generation didn't have, and I think that was wonderful for developing a strong relationship. And how does that impact your parenting, your fathering? Well, I I think I learned some things from my father. I'm afraid that mostly what I do is, uh, you know, particularly with my grown kids, I, uh, I tr- tried my best, as we all do, and they all turned out wonderful, so <laughs> we're, we're, we're good. I have that to, to be happy about. But I did feel like I made some mistakes, and uh, I think I was too—I was, in fact, too stern with them at times. Maybe too quick to get angry. Um, and so, when I remarried and we had our two kids who are now in elementary school, I thought, well, now I'm a smart guy. I've made all those mistakes, right? <laughs> and now I can get it right. And that, you know, so people say, well, how is it? You know, I say, well, I've made all those mistakes and I get it right. The truth is, I find myself sometimes making the same darn mistakes, which is very frustrating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I think, uh, you know, as a parent myself, that really resonates. I'm wondering, um, and and I know there's a new book that we need to talk about. I'm very excited to talk about The Game Theorist's Guide to Parenting. But if we could just spend another day in this, or another moment in this um, conversation during the month where Father's Day happens, what's the... What's the advice? I'm sure people come to you both professionally and personally for advice all the time. If you could sort of wave your magic wand and give all fathers everywhere one piece of advice based on your research, your experience, what would it be? I would say fathers ought to try their best to have a very warm, thorough, engaging connection with their children, sons and daughters. Now, that sounds obvious, but perhaps, but... uh, while it, it might be an obvious thing to just say it flat out, it's not an easy thing to accomplish. I, I think that many of us, like, like me, get done with work at the end of the day, kids come home from school, and that's the time of day often when I'm least uh, feeling the energy to pull out the Monopoly board or, or to do other things that the kids want to do. Mm-hmm. But that's when we have to make that extra effort. <laughs> Great. Just that little extra effort makes the difference. Right. Well, that music tells us it's time for a break. When we come back more with Paul Rayburn, check out his entire list of books, including 
Do Fathers Matter, one of my favorites. His book, Acquainted with the Night, is a memoir of raising children with depression and bipolar disorder. Back with more right after these words of this new The Coaching Show. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. On the internet, your business's reputation can be unjustly destroyed in an instant. Don't wait for that to happen. Building and marketing your five-star reputation can increase your business by as much as 19%. Take control of your reputation and have the five-star reputation you deserve with Reputation Marketing Solutions by DSI Development. Become the go-to company by visiting 5starrepmarketing.com. The number 5starrepmarketing.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Has your business been appified? Are you tired of doing marketing that doesn't deliver results? Mobile apps build loyalty and quality retention. Your app from UPG Mobile puts your business on their mind and at their fingertips. UPG Mobile will give you a custom app highlighting how you are unique, targeting your message, and improving your open rates. Appify your business and amplify your presence with your customers at upgmobilemarketinggroup.com. In the military, things can change in an instant. The Navy Mutual Aid Association, we understand because it's our life too. That's why our dedication to serving the life insurance needs of our military veterans and their families is unrivaled. Navy Mutual offers superior life insurance protection without military service restrictions and limitations. A single focus on providing the peace of mind military families are looking for. That's what we do. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve. Call 800-628-6011 or go to NavyMutual.org. 